1: This is the Real Lives Untold podcast with myself, Trina O'Connor and myself, Sarah O'Connor. We are focusing on alting's crime and human interest. We're creating a space for people to tell their stories, the raw, unedited version.
2: In January 2018, 21-year-old Nicole Fox took her own life in the family home after she suffered over three years of relentless, brutal bullying, both in person and online, perpetrated by a group of young adults. In the immediate aftermath of her beloved daughter's death Nicole's mother Jackie started a campaign for the anti-harassment laws to be updated to include online bullying In 2021 Jackie's work paid off and Coco's law was introduced The new legislation criminalises harmful communications including the threat of and the distribution of intimate images Jackie's talking to us about her painful journey the loss of her beautiful daughter and how she has learned to smile again Jackie, it's lovely to see you again. Thank you. It's lovely Bye. to see you again, Sarah. I've interviewed you a few times while I was with Virgin Media News. And we were just saying before we started that the first time I met you was soon after Nicole passed away in 2018. And you start, you'd already started your campaign at that stage. So you, you had that drive for this cause. And so much has happened since. And But yet it hasn't been that long yeah. since she passed away, as we were just saying. Mm-hmm. But we might start... Uh, first of all, with where you're from. We were talking to Barry Cummins there a few weeks back about the fact that he's from Springfield in Talla and you're not far away from there either.
0: Um, yeah, just down the road. Um, I'm originally from Avonbeg in Talla. But we moved up to Oban when I was twelve, and mm-hmm. um, it was a totally different change, you know, moving away from your friends. But um, I started in Oban school then and made um, a lot of friends in Oban school. Yeah, so um, uh, I was living in in Oban for years until I eventually moved up to Clodochan and lived there for for a good many years then.
2: Mm-hmm. So what age were you then when you had Nicole and your, your two boys? And tell us a little bit about them growing
0: um, up. I had Nicole um, when I was 28. and um, I, Yeah, I, Nicole, she was my only little girl. Um, I have two boys. And um, growing up, uh, you know, everything was fine. I was just a mum, and, you know, I'd bring them to the football matches. They were... Um, european champions in karate the three of them and all ireland champions wow. in karate. so there was a lot of competitions that we went to and bring them training and um, you know everything was great we had a mobile home in Court town in wexford yeah. and we used to go down there all through the summer and term and bank holidays every chance we could go down and that was our happy place you know we'd um spend hours on the beach they'd go crab fishing they learned how to jump off the pier with their armbands on and then they got a little older and they jumped off without their armbands and um, and <clears throat> Nicole had a lot of friends down in Courtown Town as well because the same people would always come down at the same time you know with the bank holidays and summer and and um, so she had a lot of friends growing up she was um she was just a happy happy child she yeah. She loved to sing and dance. And Nicole had the most horrendous, horrific singing voice that you could <laughs> only um, oh she was so bad but she And no she, shame no shame Fantastic. and I she, love that. She, I know. She,
2: brilliant isn't it? Oh it's great. She
0: didn't care and driving down to Courtown, um you know it took took about an hour and ten minutes and she would always sit beside me in the front oh, of the car funny. and the boys would be in the back and she would have her earphones in in listening to her songs and her music and at that time she loved um Chris Brown, Drake, Tupac, Justin Bieber. But she would sing all the way down. But it was the longest, cruelest hour and 10 minutes down (laughs) because she could hear the music and the voice. But because she had her earphones in, we could only hear Nicole's voice. And the boys used to be in the back of the car saying, "Mom, will you tell her to stop singing? And, you know, there'd be murder in the car, but Nicole would be... Belted out her songs, but she Mm, loved to sing and dance.
1: was Nicole the oldest? She was, yeah. So was she a good big sister?
0: Uh, She was, you know, they
1: had, you know... Yeah, course.
0: They're normal, but um, she she was. Now, she got on with with Dean. He was two years younger than her, but um, Lee, he was uh, four years younger than her, but Lee and Nicole would have been the closest. They did so many things together, and, you know, they just... She, you know, she was because she was very protective over over them. You know, if anything yeah. happened, but they were protective over of her course. as well. You know, so. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, everything was great. You know, she, um, at that time, she never suffered with um mental health issues or anxiety, anything like that. She was mm-hmm. just such a, a happy, go-lucky child. And she child was a very
1: popular child, like yeah. in Court Town. And oh, yeah. And even where you lived, was she very popular there she, as well? Yeah, yeah,
0: she was. And in school, you know, she had a lot of friends in school. And, um, you know, we used to... Even with myself and Cole, like, she was my best friend. She was my yeah. shadow. She was a real mammy's girl and, yeah, yeah. you know, stuck to me hip. But we, you know, you, you miss those days where we'd always go shopping. And she was a, she loved McDonald's. She would eat McDonald's every day if I let her, which yeah. I didn't. And I used to give out to her over it. But, you know, like, it's yeah. silly little things when you think of I it, know. you know. But we did everything together, you know. We were... Mm. You know, me and the, the the three kids, we were close, you know, and we yeah. did so much together. So and so everything was great, you know, there was
2: yeah. no had, worries at and all. And she went to school in Clendalken. Yes. But the trouble started for, for Nicole after that. Is yeah. that right?
0: Yeah. So it, w- it wasn't until she she was um, dying to go to her first nightclub and um she couldn't wait until she reached the age of eighteen when she could get into the nightclub. But Nicole, being Nicole, she used to go down, and um, you know, a few weeks before she was eighteen, and she'd get dressed up and she'd have her makeup on, but she'd go to the same nightclub with the same bouncer. And every week he'd say, "No, Nicole, you're not, you're not coming <laughs> in. You're not eighteen, you know." But she, yeah. the next week she'd do it all again, and he'd still refuse her. But she she couldn't wait until she was eighteen to so she could
2: officially get into this. Uh, yeah. club that she wanted to get into yeah and then how did how did the interactions with these people start um nicole was um best friends
0: so-called best friend and um, who she thought was her best friend at the time and um, they did everything together and he used to come down to 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 court town with us you know they'd go to the pictures they'd everything they they were with each other every day and um, he he did like her and asked her out loads of times but she liked another boy yeah. and she didn't want to go out with him and so um, weirdly enough his birthday was on the same date as Nicole's and after they went to the nightclub but it wasn't until um, it started off with two two um, adults. Um,
1: and you, one, and you uh, say adults Jackie because yeah. what age were, Nicole was 18, 18 and yeah. what age were these people? Mm-hmm. Who, uh, tw-
0: <coughs> 23, 23. Yeah. so they
1: were adults and they were they old were, enough yeah. to know better and, yeah. and what did they start doing
0: ok so Nicole um, one of the, the main girls um, she liked Nicole's friend she liked the boy and the only way she could get closer to this boy was to make friends with Nicole Okay. and um, everything was fine for the first good few months you know they were having a drink and laughing Nicole singing um, and <laughs> you know having no problems at all but it wasn't until um, the main girl realised that this boy he didn't want to go out with her he didn't want to be with her and she hated that she hated the fact that um nicole was still you he know love. Hanged hanged like yeah, yeah you know yeah. and and he didn't want to be with her so um this person was a coward she couldn't bully nicole on her own you know she had to have people around so she formed um a group and at the start there was about six or seven people oh that 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 um turned on nicole and um, And what kind of things did they do, Jackie? At the start it was silly little things like it was, you know, she'd put her drink on the table and they'd knock it off and they'd go, oh sorry that was an accident. But then the, the more serious stuff with the physical abuse mm. um, in the nightclub uh, although Nicole didn't smoke her friend Cara smoked and they used to go down to the smoking area and these six or seven people they'd gather around Nicole and Nicole's only five foot, like she was, only, she was only tiny and they'd gather around her but they started to stick the cigarettes into Nicole's Gosh. skin you know, into her, her arm or leg or whatever. No, not all in the one night. This bullying happened for three and a half years, constantly.
2: Um, so every time she was out, or did it continue when when she was at home on, no, on the
0: phone? Well, the the physical abuse every time she was yeah. out. They and um, they actually there was a flight of metal stairs in the nightclub, and one of them got her by the hair and literally bounced her down every metal step until she she got to the end. And one time, Nicole was coming out of the bathroom and one of these um, adults um, walked towards Nicole, but they pushed her so hard into the, the corner of the table, they dislocated um, oh.
1: Nicole's hip. And, and no nobody god. intervened, Jackie. No. Nobody saw this Oh, they did, yeah. And they know? didn't
0: stop it? No, Oh, no. my god. And the like, she, she used to, she'd be up on the dance floor and, um, you know, these people would pretend to dance with but they'd give her an elbow in the oh. face. But when they'd knock her to the ground... They'd help her up and go, oh, I'm so sorry, you're so small. Yeah. And so to and other so, people, it looked like it was an accident. Do you know what I mean? They say, oh, I'm so sorry, Cole, I didn't see you yeah. there. And But they used to try and beat her up every every chance. One time there was a shop, less than five-minute walk down the road. And, and she just said to me one day, ma'am, I'm just going to the shop. I'll be back in a few minutes. And I said, grand. And I, I got distracted. But then she wasn't back and I rang her, but she, she didn't even make it to the shop which was less than five minute walk and she had ran into three of these people and they beat her up. Yeah, they just, they I, made a fake profile page called Saoirse and on the, 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 the fake page they said that they were never going to leave her alone and that they were going to beat her up so badly and leave her on life support machine and th- oh, that's where she ended. They got right, they got their wish. Yeah. And
2: at any point then, during this time, did you go to the guards? Was there any way that people could help you? I did go to the
0: guards, but because Nicole was 18, um, obviously she would have to make the statement, I couldn't make it for her. And I remember standing in the guard station and she turned around to me and she said, ma'am, I can't make this statement. Look what they're doing to me now. Imagine the guards going to their houses. They're not kids, remember. These yeah. are adults, you know. Yeah. Remember, the gar- uh, you know, the guards go to their houses. She said, ma'am, they'll kill me. She was afraid. She was it? terrified to make and a, a, a statement the, the for the, guards, the physical abuse. Yeah, yeah,
1: But did the guards not offer her any comfort that they would take care of it? Like? No,
0: absolutely not. No, oh, nothing no. at all. Yeah. Because we don't because
1: have she, adult safeguarding in this country. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. If, yeah. You're, if you're if you over 18, we don't yeah. have any policy. Yeah, around it, we exactly. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a layer there <gasps>
2: really yeah. missing, and, and it, yeah. Yeah, it's more and more evident now, yeah. isn't it? In yeah. so many cases, yeah,
0: definitely. So she was terrified. Like, little did I did I know they were going to kill her in the end. But yeah. at this time, yeah, she was terrified to me. So make. it
2: went on from eighteen to, to when she was twenty one, obviously. Yes. And uh, so that was you're saying around three physical. and a half years. That was the physical, yeah, the ab- and physical abuse. Tell yeah. us about then the the cyberbullying.
0: Um, at this stage, in the middle part of the three and a half years, it was say up to fifteen people. When Nicole died, it was up to twenty five people my against God. her. But in the middle part, with the 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 shame, online shame abuse, on them, yeah, you? you know, oh my disgusting, God. Shame, you know. shame on them. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, with the online abuse they they made up a WhatsApp group and you know they, they were sharing things and slagging her but Nicole obviously wasn't invited into the WhatsApp yeah. group but her friend was mm-hmm. and went back and told Cole but in the WhatsApp group as well they also shared a video And the video that they shared was some girl, some random girl with her face blurred out. And this girl was with three other men. But they posted that all around saying it was Nicole. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't, you know. But every every single day, and although Nicole never responded once because she knew that's what they were waiting on, that, you know, if she responded, they'd just attack her like lions, you know. And she never responded. But um, every day they'd say, go and hang yourself and... uh, slit your wrists, are you still here? Everyone hates you, you know, why are you still here? But they also send her on the uh, Snapchat, yeah. they would send her um, videos, uh, a certain video every day of a noose on how to hang yourself. Um, you know, the physical abuse is bad and so much more mm-hmm. um, than what I've even said, but the
2: mental That's abuse. Psych- psychological. Mean, oh, it just And, and that deeper. was every day.
1: More,
0: that more was or less every day. More or
2: less everything every day. Yeah. And how was she coping all that time? Was she working at this point, or was she no. going out? Was she even leaving the house at that point?
0: From my funny, bubbly, lively, beautiful girl, she started to spend a lot of time in her room. Yeah. Um. N- not only. It, the loneliness in her room, like she, you know, she 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 used to cry herself to sleep every night and wake up feeling just as bad as she did the next morning. But when she was in the nightclub, also the, you know, a, look, I'm not just saying because she's my little girl, but she was stunning. Yeah, was, she and was gonna you know, she would get attention from boys, and they yeah. hated that as well. So yeah. they would take the boy away. So what was happening with Nicole? The loneliness in her room, the rejection.
2: Yeah,
0: and um, these people wanted to take any friends away that Nicole had, and. Um, do you know, and, and
1: it, it, it just,
0: you it, know, it she like, just sunk like, into her, her little self,
1: you it know. Was like, it was like, it was like death by a thousand cuts almost. Yeah. Like they just came at her from every yeah. angle. And, yeah. and, and she started to self-harm as well yeah, then. So, and, and, and she had the the, <clears throat> the suicidal ideation, if you don't mind speaking about that, maybe
0: yeah. a couple of, what, what, In what 2015, and 15, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> when this... Started Well, I was getting into it, you know, with the with the, the physical abuse. Nicole, um, because she was staying in her room all the time and, you know, I, I was so worried about her. And even if I went out, I would never go far, you know. And I'd always ring her for silly things, you know, did you feed the dog yeah. or, you know. I didn't care what I was asking her once. I knew she'd answered the phone. So I knew she was okay because she, she'd answered the phone. But um one day when I rang her she and she didn't answer the phone. And, you know, being her mum, you just get that sickening, feeling that there's something wrong and Mm. when I went home I found that Nicole had taken an overdose and we did, uh, I brought her straight to to Talla Hospital and I remember the doctor in in Talla Hospital saying to Nicole, do you regret it? And Nicole said yes, and he goes, "Well, well, that's good." And she goes, "No, I regret it, it didn't work." Oh, yeah. you know, when you hear that,
1: and did she have aftercare, Jackie? Did she have any support
0: after she? We were I stayed with Nicole in the hospital for four days, and after when she came out, she was sent to CAMS. Yeah, and in CAMS, she cried her heart out to that guy about everything that was going on, and he said, "Sure, Nicole, it's just part of life. It's just a phase you're going through." I ca- oh, I was sickened it was like a a professional said this to her uh, and it's just a phase you're going through this is all part of life I, i i couldn't believe i couldn't believe they said it and it was like you know
2: it was all You're, on you're her. a
0: drama queen, you know. Geez, oh, you know, Like, no. what's wrong with you? No, it's only no, a bit of slagging. Do you know, it's not. I it was more, so much more deeper with the, the mental abuse. And of course She it poured her heart and out and to her. And run. it
1: affected the whole family. Like, what about yeah. our brothers? I'm sure you were worried, like, because, you know, I'm sure our brothers wanted to defend her in some way, or, mm-hmm. like, were you worried about them getting involved in, in defending her honour, or, you know, how how did it affect the boys? Not at this stage, because...
0: Um, Lee would have been when the, the younger um, boy he would have been 10 when he yeah. started you know what I mean so they didn't know a lot about it and um, what was happening you know they wouldn't know a great deal about it it was only after that um, after finding the cold for the last time mm-hmm. um, how how it affected him then but um, I remember um, two two things Um when Nicole was in her room, she um, she did start to self-harm and she, she started to stick her nails into her skin until she bled, you know, and then, it, you know, in her legs and then her belly sometimes. And then it started to go on her face. But I remember one time going into to Nicole's room and she just sat on the bed with a blank look. She wasn't she wasn't crying or and she just said, "Mum." I can't do this anymore, and she said, um, "The only reason, ma'am, why I can't go is I don't want to leave you heartbroken." And that's the type of person Cole, was. She little, wasn't thinking of herself. Yeah. She she, she was, knew if her if she if she left, yeah, she didn't want to die. She no. didn't. She'd she'd so much ahead of her. She'd so much fun. She'd so so much love. If love alone could have kept her here, she'd be yeah. here, you know. And um, but she but she held been, on for
2: me because she didn't want so to. It must so difficult because she was an adult. <laughs> You must have felt so helpless, even yeah. though she was just, you know, still so young. Yeah, she was my still my baby. Adult. Oh yeah. She was only a baby, I mean twenty one. Yeah. 21. yeah. So, so what what brought brought you to January twenty eighteen? Can you tell us about that?
0: About the day?
2: Yeah.
0: Um <clears throat> if I can go back, say about two weeks before that, yeah. everything turned around. Yeah. She started uh, that we didn't know, um, that was going to be our last Christmas together. And um, she was taking photographs of Nicole was the one that took photographs and selfies with our brothers and all. She loved, thank God for photos, you know. And but I didn't know at the time. She the, the Christmas she took individual photographs: one of her and her nan, one of her and her granddad, who she idolized; one of each auntie, one of each cousin, one of me. She had a great Christmas. I thought. Um, And then just after Christmas, she started to go out with my niece, Gemma, and her friends. And for the two weeks before she died, she had a ball going out. No one came near her. They didn't follow her. And, you know, and I thought, yes, everything's turning around. Everything's changing. Everything's fine. And on the 18th of January. uh, Oh, it was actually on the 17th of January, Nicole was getting ready to go out for the weekend, the 17th of January was Wednesday and she was getting ready to go out on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. She had her eyebrows booked on the Friday. She, she instead of me trying to get her out of her room and go shopping, she came to me and said, ma'am, do you want to go over to, to Livy Valley and we'll go and get something for Saturday? I was delighted because yeah. she wanted she was to go out. Home. You know, obviously we ended up at McDonald's as well, but <laughs> she bought um, this beautiful little red dress and that red dress even today is hanging in my wardrobe with the tag still on because oh, she never no. she never got to wear that dress so and can, she, I, can I just interrupt yeah. you for a
2: second <laughs> and and during those you said for the last two weeks there were no incidents at all was that the case for not that there was no weeks?
0: incidents there was less less okay. yeah okay. there was still, error, still you know on. but yeah. not nothing compared to to, to what, what they were doing like, yeah yeah um, the 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 17th January like every night and um, you know she'll always come into my room and say goodnight and stuff. And I'd always, and we were talking about the weekend and I was giving out to her saying, "No, Nicole, you know, don't put the false tan on me white towels and, you know, the the silly things, you know. And she, uh, leaving the room, like every other night, I'd always say, she'd go, night, ma'am, I love you. And I'd always say, night, Cocoa Pops, because I'd call her Cocoa Pops. And I'd say, night, Cocoa Pops, I love you too. And that night, for the first time ever, I didn't hear her crying going to sleep and I thought
2: oh my turning, turning a corner, a corner. wow
0: yeah. you know oh the, the next day yeah which was the Thursday my dad had Alzheimer's um, and I used to go down and mind him while my man would, would go shopping you know I'd go down a few times during the week and um, it wasn't unusual not to see Nicole um, at that hour of the morning anyway you yeah. know when I, when I left the house and um, Came back at about 20 past three. I brought m- my son to work and then went on around to collect my 14-year-old son leave from school. Came home, opened the door and right in front of us, um, we saw, saw the stepladder and the dog's lead. Nicole had a boxer dog, Bruce, um, and she she was hanging in the hallway Um Right in front of us. Uh, oh my god! I, yeah, it's just you know, it was, uh, I didn't scream or shout. I don't know what it was. It was like I don't know hell. I couldn't even describe what what came out of me. And I shouted at Lee to help me take her down. And I went over towards her, and because she was at a height, if you like it, I put my arms around her to try and lift the weight off her neck. So, and Lee ran up and unhooked the dog's lead. She was still alive. Oh still breathing she was still warm you know and I lay her on the floor and I rang the ambulance and put them on 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 loudspeaker and I was begging her begging her not Not to to leave me don't go everything's going to be okay and you know I was kissing her and and well, I didn't know what happened next until later on. Um mm-hmm. they were walking on Nicole in the in the sitting room and they, on the kitchen, and they wouldn't let me out to see her. But when they put Nicole in the back of the ambulance, um, myself and Lee were following the ambulance um, behind, and the ambulance turned, took a right at the Belgard pub at the time, and we went straight. And I said, "Why aren't you? Why aren't we behind the ambulance?" And they said, "It's okay. We'll get there for us." I had not a clue that in the back of the ambulance, Nicole took a massive heart attack
2: oh, and goodness.
0: died. Oh, my God. But being Nicole, that brave girl that held on, that still went there with a fake smile on her face, pretending everything was okay, and um, they, the ambulance crew got a back again. And I met her at the, the, the hospital. I had about five seconds with her, and I, I just said, OK, babby, you know, everything's going to be fine, and they took her off me, and... Um, and she was put on life support. The doctor um, called myself and the two boys into a room, and Lee said to the doctor, "Is she going to be okay? Because she was still she was still alive when we left her. You know, she was still breathing." And and the doctor said that um, <clears throat> that she has uh, extensive brain damage and that uh, her organs are going to start
2: to shut down. Oh my. Yeah. in That short space of time. Mm-hmm.
0: I I I know it might this might sound weird, but I don't even know what the word would be. But I'm so lucky. I think that like, that's not even the word, but that I've got. I got between the 18th and the 20th to be with her. Yeah. That she didn't go yeah. in the hallway. I needed that time to spend with her before before she went. I can... So ha- having that time in the hospital was so important. And you spent every, every oh, second I didn't there, sleep I'd for the two to every every single second. And when when Nicole used to cry in her room and she'd send me a text from her room and I knew when she was looking for something she'd she'd call me Jackers. And she'd text me from her room and she'd she'd say, Yup, Jackers. <laughs> are we going to Macers? McDonald's <laughs> you know and <laughs> oh. I'd say, No, we can't keep eating that but we'd be in McDonald's, you know, twenty minutes later. But when she was lying in, in, in intensive care and <clears throat> You know, I, I went up to her face and I was rubbing her face and kissing her and holding her hand. And all I said to her was, Cole, if you just open your just open your eyes for five seconds and just go, yup, Jackers. You know, um, but she never
2: did. She never mm. did. She never woke up. Did you think that maybe <clears throat> some, some miracle might happen in, in those few days? How did you feel about the possibility that maybe she would do you Come know I did, you. I
0: heard the words the doctor said yeah. um she, yeah. she's in extensive brain damage and organs I heard them but I didn't I couldn't comprehend the fact that what that she wasn't coming home you know and yeah. friends and family were coming up to say goodbye not mm-hmm. to not to visit her but to say goodbye and this is going to sound crazy but I was convinced she was coming home she she's going to be okay like she's strong she can like she can do this you know yeah. and I remember this is going to sound nuts, but you're, you're not in your right mind in intensive care anyway. And I remember when, when, when myself and Lee walked into the hallway, Nicole was in a house coach, um, which I sleep with every night, even now. But her, her hair was all messed. And when she was lying in intensive care, I remember standing at, at the side of her bed with her and I just gone, Jesus, Cole, look at the state of you. <laughs> you didn't even wash your hair. <laughs> oh and I washed her hair in the bed oh and I did God, it the way so she, she would like it, because yeah. people were coming up and I put lip gloss on her and I painted her nails and I was going to say, you're going to thank me I was saying, no, you're going to thank me when you get home you're going to say Scarlet Mam, you know um, yeah. t- still thinking she was coming home with me I was convinced she was, you know
1: ja- Jackie, what you, what you and your family have been through um, like um it just it just doesn't bear no. thinking about and. No. And and no. where you've got the strength to sit in front of us and tell us that story. And, and thank you mm. for sharing that with us, because I think it's important for people to hear these mm-hmm. kind of stories that we can try in some way to tell people, you know, um, about this kind of thing that's going on. For the people who abused your baby, what, what happened to them?
0: Nothing, because when the guards came to my, my home, I had all the screenshots, the threats, the evidence, the news, that the, the videos that were sending. I had an an admission that they did this because of jealousy, everything, and the guards turned around to me, not, not uh, through their fault at all, but said to me, um, Jackie, they did nothing wrong. Legally. 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 And no they were right because there was yeah. nothing. There was nothing.
2: Yeah. There, 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 there was nothing yeah. yeah, at all. You had been to the guards. How did you feel then after that? Obviously there was the funeral and mm. the aftermath and the and the toll it must have taken on you and your family can you tell oh. us about that
0: yeah you know it's it's with the funeral i i didn't go bring cold to to the church or i didn't have a priest because none of us went to mass you know and i i had her cremated because and um, because she was so, so attached to me like my shadow i didn't want to i said i wasn't going to
2: Bury her because, yep.
0: yeah, I didn't want to leave her up there you in the cold and the dark
2: yeah.
0: on her own because she would have hated being left in the cold and the dark. So I, I cremated her and kept her with me. I have her in, in my room. Like, um, do you know when Nicole died? It it, it, it it was the strangest thing. It was like I was looking in on someone else's. It Life. wasn't like Maybe it was the, my dog. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to describe. It just
2: it was probably uh, the only way you could survive. Yeah, just like it you know, wasn't it's real. It wasn't. Mechanism,
0: yeah. yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads
1: and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. com slash ACAST.
2: Jackie, I know you were you were talking just before we started about, you know, the aftermath. And, and I was saying that I met you soon after Nicole died. Mm. And, and you said that you really didn't want to be here anymore. And the only... Mm thing that was driving you on was was you know you wanted these laws enacted you knew something had to be done yeah can you tell us about that
0: yeah um look you know in a uh, I did hadn't really got proper senses in my head you know I mean I didn't really know what I was doing to be honest at the start and but I knew that I didn't want someone else going through what Cole went through and I don't want another family going through what uh, but we we were going through, but I didn't have a clue that um, the worst hasn't even hit in reality. Do you know, yeah. I, I was blurred, dazed, being brought along by family and stuff. I didn't realise that the worst hasn't hit me. And yeah. um, so I did. I went out and um, I met up with TDs who basically laughed at me because... I'm only five foot as well. And they're a lot taller. And they were looking down and at me and I was saying, like, um, you know, we need to bring the legislation in to do this and that and whatever. And it was like, and someone said, that's not going to happen. You know, blatant, like, just not. And, you know, that actually would give you more of a fire in your belly to. Great. This is what's keeping me here. And you're telling me, no, Yeah, you're not going to do it. And this is what's keeping me here, you know. So I did. I, I had protests outside and. Um, at Leinster House. I had mm-hmm. a, a, a huge march through through Dublin City, um, and I still wasn't really getting anywhere with the TDs. So I decided to go on social media, and um, which can be uh, you know it can be fantastic if it's used the right yeah. way. As you know, it has its dark mm. sides as well. Um, so I put Nicole's, oh, I hate saying this, story out because I hate saying story because she's more than a story. You is. know, she yep. mattered then, yep. and she matters now. Yep. I mean, I'm not going to say story, but I put that all over social media. I ended up getting them um, on TV, radio stations, newspapers, but the Irish people... The, the, the ordinary mums and dads out there were the ones that really kicked it yeah. off. You know, yeah. I got so many messages saying, this is happening to my son or my daughter or my auntie, my uncle. So many, and I was like, wow. And it's
1: real hidden, isn't it? Yeah. It's oh, that, hidden. Do you know hidden. And but, it's insidious.
0: And I can understand that because... When before Nicole died, I would see, you know, you'd read someone someone died by um, suicide through mm-hmm. bullying and stuff, and and I, I would just go, oh, geez, that's terrible. Mm. But I didn't I didn't understand. No, well thankfully so you that's terrible, late, and you yeah. just go on with your life. And it's only until it actually hits you as a family that you understand how how bad it really is. And I was getting so many messages, but then I had the the marches and the protests and. There was two things I wanted. One was obviously the, the legislation to make online bullying a criminal offence. But equally, if not, and I'm going to be very honest with you here, if not, probably more to have Nicole's legacy. Yeah. I always said when she died, I said to my mum, I'm going to make sure she'll never be forgotten. I never want her to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um
1: and Coco was what you
0: Yeah, when she was born my yeah. nine month old nephew, he couldn't say Nicole, talk properly, yeah, and he was he couldn't say Nicole and he could only say Coco and, and that's where she kinda got our, our, our baby name. So I did not want Nicole's Law because there like, there's loads of Nicole's but Coco's law just kinda it's it So just, personal. Uh, as yeah, well. yeah you know, ginger re- yeah. yeah. So I I wanted to two of them. And the only one that actually um put his arms out and, and help me, um, was Brendan Howland from right, Labour. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know He's I, a
1: gentleman, yeah.
2: Aww. Oh, he so was so, I had really, him yes. crying
0: in his office. Like, he just... Oh, uh, yeah. He was brilliant. Um, and, mm. do you know what, without him,
2: mm.
0: I, I don't know. Like, he just put so much, but so much into it.
1: the energy you put into the campaign as well in the aftermath of losing your baby... In that grief and that kind of you know spiraling grief, mm. um, like what kind of things did you do, like to keep yourself, you know, getting up every morning? What kind of things did you do within the campaign to to get it out there?
0: Well, as I said, <coughs> um,
1: protesting, but yeah. I
0: also, um, we a, a group probably. Little more than halfway through a group march for Justice Ireland yeah. helped me, mm-hmm. and right. um, I actually didn't realise the guy from March for Justice Ireland. Um, I used to go out with him when I was dealing. Wow. <laughs> and it was only we met up after it's all those years. Serendipity! To, it's oh, it was wildness, crazy. Yeah. But then we used to, we we'd go around um, Cork and uh, Galway and Limerick and yeah. even Gory in my hometown now where I live in Wexford. Um, we'd march through cities, But we'd always put a podium and stop outside Pennies because we knew, yeah. where does everyone go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and, and I do my talks there. So we were just building and, and, and um, you know, campaigning that mm. way.
2: Um, and due just, to that tireless campaigning, yeah. eventually it was enacted in um, 2021 wasn't it?
0: Yes, it it was actually passed um through the Dáil on the 28th of December 2020 when President Higgins signed it into the Irish statute book mm-hmm. which means hundreds of years after war gone it'll be there forever and yeah. ever and ever. Yeah. They yeah. also gave Nicole a memorandum uh, with our name in it, you know, our own memorandum, you know, and which is so special to me as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah on the 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 ninth of February, then, twenty twenty one, it officially um, commenced. Then, where then it was, which
2: means illegal. Yeah, to, yeah, what it means now is that um, for people as young as twelve, yeah, they can be prosecuted yeah. for cyber bullying yeah. under this new amended legislation. Yeah,
0: and even right now, um, as I'm even sitting here, there's people in prison. Um, under Coco's law, and um, there's so much more on, um, for prosecution and so much more um, under investigation. So, you know, it takes a while for, obviously, a lot to, 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 to kick in. But, you know, there's, there's
1: got to be a lot more in prison. What for an achievement. Oh, amazing. Sarah. Like, you did yeah. that. You, know, you did that. In memory of Coco. Uh, oh, and she won't uh, yeah. be forgotten. And now, no. I'm just wondering, you know, it's been five years. Yeah. And on Mature Reflection, you would imagine that people might look at their behaviour. Because I know when I was in my early 20s, I was a bit loopy. Um, like just... just have <laughs> yeah. never just, Oh, no, that. I'd never just do anything like that. Just, just loopy, in as in I would mm. be jumping on yeah. tables, dancing That's, and stuff. Yeah. But, but I'm just wondering, these people that did this to your baby, like did any of them ever reach out to you since...
0: And they did reach out to me at the start and because they were scared when I was campaigning for Coco's Law and they didn't know if they were going to be prosecuted. Mm. So what they did was threaten me and said they uh, they were going to put petrol bomb in my letterbox and stuff like that. Yeah, because they thought they didn't know that they thought they were going to be prosecuted. They they wanted to stop me campaigning. So they Mm. were relentless.
1: They moved on to you.
0: yes. Yeah, they did. Making sure that they weren't going and to... And did
1: the police take these threats to harm? Um, did I didn't
0: go to the police. Oh, okay. You um, didn't? No, I didn't. Um, you you know, didn't see I, any so, point,
2: did you?
0: I t- I, too much on my mind. Yeah. I was grieving. I was trying to live without my daughter. Yeah. The, with with those, those people saying that to me, uh, what I actually did send back is just, don't just throw it in the letterbox, come up and knock on my door. Yeah. Mm. Do you know, I didn't care. Look, nothing worse could mm-hmm. happen after what just happened. Yeah. Do you yeah. know, so I didn't, but,
1: it wasn't... But for people listening, if something like this happens to them, it is important that they do inform the police because that's a threat to kill. Yeah, and, and the police should, like if the police aren't aware, oh my then yeah, they, is, like, because yeah. yeah. really, yeah. Yeah. they should have been, uh, you know, they should yeah. have been challenged for what they did. Yeah. So, so yeah. they never they never reached out to you since, yeah. to this day, to no, try I to... Apply. You know, I imagine you don't. I would never, ever... E- ease their apology. conscience yeah. of course you no, but I was just wondering you know in their psyche did they ever like try to make
2: amends yeah. at all
0: no and you know what they know most people know who they are anyway even yeah. though I never had to I never put their name on social media or anything I've never I wouldn't give them that satisfaction or yeah. make it about them and um, but I do mention a lot of things that they've done, like when they yeah. born and her and stuff and all. So of, everyone knows who they are. I, I can only rely and hope that karma is real. Yeah, i <laughs>
1: and, 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 you know, and that male is, friend of Horace Jackie.
0: He was do, the one that turned on her. Do you that's remember? What I was wondering, yeah. Do you remember I said there was a metal flight of stairs? I yeah. wanted them pulled pull her down. Yeah. That was oh him. Oh, my God. Oh because my God. of Pierre, No, he just because tried. he met a girl who was friends with the main girl. And that girl kept saying to him, "If you keep talking to Nicole, we're done. We're finished. Uh, you better stop talking to Nicole." And he did. So it wasn't and he changed to be with this girl. <sighs> he
2: adapted all. Oh um,
0: yeah, and 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 turned on her, and that
2: that must have abso- devastated
0: oh, her. Do you know? I couldn't even describe how much it devastated oh my God. her. Um, and has he come
2: back or to you to talk to because he was like another son
0: of yours wasn't he he was and he was so he was in the house all the time and and the boys probably looked at him like a big big brother brother, yeah Yeah. Um, the morning that Nicole died he did ring Mm. and I said to him
2: don't ever yeah, yeah I, I, don't get that. Ever. I get that, you that I number it, you. this number <sighs> again and um, after the pain it caused yeah. yeah so out of all of this you
1: are continuing to do work to inform people and keep the conversation going so you do mm-hmm. some work in schools so don't you do you want to tell us a little bit about yeah
0: that? you know I do um I do talks in secondary schools obviously with the nature of yeah. what I talk about I I couldn't go Age near primary school yeah. I'm not saying they don't need it yeah. um, because I think there are there are fi-
2: some people talking to to, to some primary schools yeah. that I've heard of there are they've started that now there which is, is fantastic
0: there's, there's um, a guard that I worked with he's actually going into primary schools as well and doing a, a gentle side of, yes, of Cocos exactly. all you like yeah. Yeah. Um, and even in secondary schools now guards are going around the schools with their the whiteboards and, and mm. talking about the consequences of Coco's Law yeah. I go in and tell how bullying can kill and what it does yeah. and but they go in and tell, say the consequences of Coco's yeah. Law the guys have been to great. let them know
2: there's a de- you know
0: yeah the guys, there are consequences yeah and as, the as guys I have to say have been brilliant they, they were
2: delighted yeah, I thought I'd they'd imagine. be giving out like well, it makes more their life paperwork easier. or something no. No, it no, makes it, their exactly. life easier because yeah. they now have something to work with yeah. they have, their yeah. hands are no longer tied yeah. and know. not it's only d- has,
0: uh, are their hands no longer tied people that are being bullied now have somewhere to go.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: You
0: know, to seek help. Yeah. Nicole had nothing; she'd nowhere to turn legally you know, she had no nothing. And the perilousness is the thing that yeah. that hurts the most as and, well. And because Imagine. of the
1: work that you've done, people have an understanding yeah. that this is not somebody being a drama queen, that this is yeah. not somebody Imagine. just going through the, mm. the normal grown up stuff. Mm. It's not. There's this, nothing this, normal. This mm. is just nothing about, about that, Sarah, it's so. This is, this is important.
0: Yeah. And it's so, so much different when, when a speaker comes in with a real life story, yeah. you know what I mean? Not, but I do schools and um, colleges, you reach and yeah. um, the football clubs yeah. and parent talks as well, yeah. because some of them think, oh, my, Johnny and Mary would yeah. never do anything like that. Yes, they would.
2: and We talked to the lovely Dr. Nicola Fox Hamilton about yeah. smartphones and kids and smartphones and, you know, what age is appropriate for them to be given a smartphone. A lot of kids are getting them now around confirmation time. And that's when the trouble begins for them because a whole new world is opened up to them and mm-hmm. they're so vulnerable and they don't know what to think and they don't know what they're feeling. And that mm. is something that we need to deal with in this yeah. country. I know that there, there's a movement at the moment, do, in primary is, schools. Yeah. it's is. individual. Yeah. But is that something you'd support as well, oh,
0: Jackie? Oh, 100%. Look at it. And you say uh, confirmation, getting phones and all yeah. and Look. I often see two-year-olds sitting in the buggies with on on I know. laptop or oh, what do you call it? I, I, iPads. IPhones, not, yeah. um, it's, it's a lot younger than than confirmation, mm-hmm. and and with 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 the kids that age, they know they don't know any different. They, they've grown up in social media. They're born in social media, so they don't know any different. What it was like without it? But in primary school and um, when we went to primary school we didn't have a phone and if your mum was late or you, you needed to go home or you were sick you used the school phone do you know why do they need they shouldn't need phones in
1: primary school
2: no and um, but
1: but but that's the way the world has gone so communicating about, now so way. it's about it's about creating them um, communications and keeping communication open mm. and between safeguarding safe, exactly Sarah yeah yeah but you know what and um, the
0: likes of the the apps they
2: yeah have a very responsibility, oh, absolutely. so much.
1: Absolutely. Look, it's a big multi-million yeah. making, mm. the, making the money. Mm. Thankfully, we have people like you yeah. who, even after going through what you went through, take your grief and out of that really bad, bad, mm. you know, pain and mm. angst and everything that's happened, you have turned that around mm. to remember
2: Coco. Yeah, Nicole, <laughs> and to do good, and yeah. I, I, I just have to say you're Which phenomenal, Jackie, and and you thank you. Can we just say that we've you've also gone to the EU? You've met Francis Fitzgerald over there, so mm. you're trying to bring this push this on a, a Europe wide level. Not trying, you more lie. than trying. <laughs> oh my goodness! And um,
0: in the first week uh, in the May Bank holiday, I was invited over to Brussels. I made a, a documentary film, and uh, you know they they actually sent. Asked me to make a, a documentary film about Nicole and Coco. Send it back to them, and then they requested for me to go over in at, at the, the fourth week mm-hmm. of May. That was in Brussels. Um, there, uh, I met. I was sitting in between the president of of the EU, uh, Roberta Metsola, and Manfred. I forget the second name. was um, <laughs> the, the two top people yeah. in the EU, the three top people, ting, oh, the and, tree. and and, and yeah, oh, the yeah. three top people, um, and they, they, I, and then I was meant to go over in June then to Strasbourg. They've kept up to date with me. They, they said a hundred percent. That there, there is going to be, and then Isn't after, unbelievable. and then after that, I went to. I, I had to talk with professors and and students in Croatia, and um, and then I got picked up an hour and a half later. I was in Slovenia, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> doing the same. Yeah, so it's
2: and keeping crazy. busy like that must be so important for uh, you now, is
0: it? D- d- I just you wouldn't even believe how important. Mm-hmm. I, I am. Um, I don't like sitting. Too long on mm-hmm. my own with with my own thoughts, and that's been, do you know,
1: that's complete. People say to
0: me, "Oh, you're so strong. You're, you know how how can you be that strong?" They don't see me. Yeah. They see when I have to do something, I'll do it. But When I'm snuggling into Nicole's health coat and I'm crying my eyes out and I can barely breathe and the, the you know the missing her so much and, and and stuff. Is Nicole proud of me? It, billion percent. Yeah. Um but I, I, I can't adjust to the word proud. People say to me, you must be so proud of yourself. And the reason why I never say about being proud is I shouldn't have been. No. I if, if if the if there was a law there to protect Nicole in the first place, um would she be still here? I don't know. But I had to lose my daughter for other people to to gain protection and that's not fair. So I'm not proud. I shouldn't shouldn't have to do it yeah. to be proud. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, I mean, I
1: know. I I don't know how you're not really angry. Like, oh, I am like really. Not,
0: I'm not angry with the system. Yeah. I'm beyond that. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, with the people that hurt Nicole, I don't think about them a lot because if if I if I think about it's, them, yeah. I don't let them in my head. Yeah. Because it's so very easy for it to take yeah, over my head as well so i'm not i'm not, I'm not angry mm-hmm. with anyone my my main thing is to to keep S- nicole and, al- yeah, yeah. alive if and you like stop this
1: know. happening how are, Again. You, how, and you're working how are you your boys? boys how are your boys
0: um they're doing they're they, you know they're doing good they, like like myself they have their, their their days and especially when he was 14 and and had to take his sister down from the banisters he um so. Oh At the goodness. moment, he's he's working now, but he's also in uh, uh, in college doing health and fitness. Wow! So he, he's you know he's he's like d- his mommy. keeps yeah. busy. keeps yeah. busy. Do you know, we're we the yes. hardest thing. The hardest thing is um, trying to adjust to life yeah. without so your daughter. So
1: you're learning to live without without Coco. Yeah,
0: do you know, and I hate when people. I'll never move on. Yeah. Because moving that. on is like, oh, move on. You know, are you still crying five years later? You know, move on. But I have moved forward. Yes, you and have. And sometimes you don't realise how how much Fair forward you... Come. Yeah, until you, you look back. Yeah. Um, for someone that wanted to die that night to to, to now. To know and done. I have this friend, um, he is my best friend, but he he is the one that saved me, that kept me here. I stopped eating when, when coke was lost. Look... When Coco, when I was campaigning for Coco's law, I gave Coco out to everyone,
2: yeah.
0: everyone. But when the law was passed, I had to take Nicole back, not Coco. Yeah, of course. And in 2021 is when I only started to grieve. Yeah,
2: yeah. the reality. Yeah. you suspended it, and I. I you did. didn't want to. I, who, who who would want to deal yeah, with that? Do you know,
0: and and you know what? That's the thing. You can't go. Over and under and around it. You do have to go through it, you know. And I did. I took Nicole back then. And the hard, like from 2021 into now, the hardest, the hardest thing, the reality of Mm. it, it, it just and then I stopped eating and the doctors wanted to take me into hospital my immune system was just gone I hit that brick wall that everyone told me I was going to hit and, and it was my friend Gary then he, he got me to eat again he actually is the one that that taught me that it's okay to, to laugh and smile again Yeah. while still missing the cold at the same time the yeah, that's, so lonely, that's a lovely thing to think of yeah, every day yeah and every day I, I he talks to me and I see him all the time he's he's the the, um, he's the one that kept me here yeah. with where every everything. He's he's, yeah. he's 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 amazing I well guess the best on friend. Yeah. yeah, good man. Yeah. All do it a Gary. I know. Yeah. Yeah. no, he's yeah. lovely. He's kind and caring, mm. but he's scary as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he yeah. always said like when I was campaigning that. Um, I only had yes people in my life because yeah. they were afraid to say no to me, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it was, you know, I don't want to upset her. Like, how yeah. how much more can I, I be upset, yeah. you know. He wasn't a yes person. He gave me that push that, yeah. you know, that we, I we all to... We need that
2: somebody to ground yeah. us, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. Thanks so much Jackie. Yeah. Oh, Jackie. Yeah. And I know that you're you're still working on yourself every day and you're going yeah. off to a meeting now which is yeah. really important. Uh,
0: yeah, I am. Um, while I was campaigning for a <laughs> as if I didn't have enough I just had to keep busy busy busy. Um I when when I lost Nicole I found this group called Hug Hate um, and it's a bereavement by suicide group. So everyone in it is bereaved by suicide only mm-hmm. including the facilitators that mm-hmm. train so they understand that they are walking in the same shoes as everyone else, you know. And I, I went to this, this group and I got I did get a lot out of it, you know, and they they're, they're they're amazing people. And um, but while I was campaigning for Coco's Law then I decided to train and become a facilitator oh, for Hug. Um did all the training and passed everything. So for the last couple of years now, I've been a facilitator myself, and another girl called Grace um, has been facilitating um, a bereavement by suicide yeah. group in the Maldron Hotel there, just across from Shamrock mm-hmm. Rovers. So um, that's fantastic. you know, it's just giving back as well. Yeah, um,
2: yeah,
0: and seeing people at their rawest moment, like I was there. And mm. um, you can, you can be happy again while still missing someone you know and there is there is hope after losing someone by suicide you know there is and even though you don't think it is there is at the time there is there is hope you know you can have some some life back again you know and Coco would want that oh she would you know she 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 only ever wanted me to be happy anyway you know and Yeah, she definitely, she definitely would, so. She'd be
2: very proud of you. Yeah.
0: Thanks, uh, Jackie. Yeah, no
1: problem. Thanks for coming in this evening. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. You You can contact us on social media at Real Lives Untold. Our email address is reallivesuntold at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to hear this season's episodes every Wednesday. You can listen on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: If you have been affected by any of the issues in this episode, you can call the Samaritans Free Phone Helpline 116123 or the Pieta House 24-Hour Crisis Helpline on 1-800-247-247. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?